0: Live and after Five Live. Yes, I'm your host, Tom Clark, and We are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today is day, the last day of our uh 25 Days of Cheer Christmas fundraiser event that we are doing. Um, and so I just wanted to take a minute and thank everybody that's donated so far. We we're doing absolutely better than I originally thought, raising funds for the uh Children's Miracle Network. So I just want to thank everybody that's uh helped made donations and really helped some kids going into 2021. But today we have a very special guest. We have Gabrielle Metz. How's it going today, Gabriel? Good. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good. I you know it's it it's the night before Christmas Eve and I'm in South Florida. So I guess I can't really complain.
1: <laughs> can't but, uh, complain. Cool. Oh.
0: <laughs> but um so how are things going with you? I know you're you're based out of Nashville, but you're back visiting your family right now. So
1: Yeah. How, I'm how so. Going right now. <laughs> good, good. Um, got a few days off for Christmas, so figured I'd come home, see the family, um, take a few days to just kind of chill. So good. I'm same place as you. Can't really complain. <laughs> yep,
0: absolutely, absolutely. But as much as I'm happy to be here in South Florida, I'm ready to get back to Texas, <laughs> and get back to do live and amplified things. But you know, <laughs> a couple of days off never hurt anybody, right?
1: Yep. Very true.
0: <laughs> so, um, First off, I want to thank you very much for jumping on the podcast. We had, we had a little bit of a technical issue, but we got it squared away. We're good now, so we're just off and rolling. But um, before we kind of jump into everything and all the new music you got coming out, or that's already out, um, can you kind of give everybody a brief overview of what got you into music?
1: Yeah, so I started singing as a little thing. um, Started singing in church at like four or five, and then um, started dabbling in songwriting as I kind of grew up. And then at age 14, I got into playing guitar, picked up guitar, and really started kind of going after music here in the Birmingham, Alabama area. And then my junior year of high school, started making trips to Nashville. And then before my senior year, I (laughs) walked into my parents' bedroom and I was like, so I don't think I'm gonna go to school senior year and I'm just gonna move to Nashville. And they kind of thought that I was crazy, fair point. Um, But we did it and I did online school and finished early and moved to Nashville like six weeks after I graduated. So (laughs) um, yeah, I've just been out there doing music since
0: nice that's awesome that's awesome you know it's nashville's the place to be it's just kind of especially for solo acoustic musicians you just that like it's set up to produce 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 play 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 you know so it's nashville's an amazing place and especially everyone i've ever talked to and like even my own personal experiences in nashville once you kind of find your creative community it's like a family
1: it is it is it's a very um it's a small town to be such a big city and and (laughs) I mean you can go in any venue any given night and know at least a handful of people and there's just so much to learn um and that's really kind of like what I spent the first at least two years doing I don't think Mm -hmm. you really ever stop learning but the first two years I was just like Riding with as many people as I could working with as many people as I could because everybody had some kind of information that I was just like soaking up <laughs> yeah. it's a fantastic
0: and Nashville is the perfect place to do that just soak up as yeah. much information because there's so many seasoned people that have been like yeah Nashville is one of the only places where you could just walk into a coffee shop and there'd be like Garth Brooks or Blake Shelton or you know just like people have been doing this for years and years and it's like, yeah, they're just normal people just-
1: Just living their life.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. But um, so you just released a Christmas song, which I bring it up that way because you don't see a lot of independent musicians releasing Christmas music, but (laughs) in the pandemic, it's become more frequent. It's either that or I'm opening up my uh, musicianship base and I'm just noticing it a little bit more, but... um, So the song you just released was uh, Christmas With You. Uh, What's kind of the story behind it?
1: So this one was actually kind of a unique one. Um, Me and my co-writer, Justine, we actually wrote this back in March Mm -hmm. of this year. So I've been sitting on this one for a good chunk of time, but (laughs) um, this was like right before lockdown and, and quarantine like really happened. And I walked into the right and she was like, Hey, I, my publisher has this, um, movie. Like we have an opportunity to kind of like pitch a Christmas song. Uh, she was like, so I realized that it's March, but are you cool to write a Christmas song? I was like, why not? So we sat down mid-March, early March and wrote a Christmas song. And I was like, you know what? why not just put it out um I kept kind of coming back to it I just really loved the melody and the kind of six eight timing of it so we released it
0: nice and so so the original idea was it was going to be for a movie or you were going to pitch it for a movie
1: yeah so the original idea was that we were going to pitch it for a, for a movie which we did um which I don't, I still don't think we've really even heard back from it because it was in such the early stages of production at that point. Um, but yeah, her publisher had like um, seen that they were looking for like a specific, like a new, like original Christmas song for for a movie and had sent it her way. And so that was the original idea behind it. Just kind of um, writing it for, for sync, sync licensing. And I just really liked it. So I decided to put it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, so y- you wrote this song with uh, Justine Blazer, who's yeah. a friend of the podcast. We've had her on before. Um, do you work with her often or was this like your first time working with her?
1: No, we work together like relatively frequently. Um, okay. She's fantastic. She produced the song as well. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we've written with each other several times. She's, I mean, she's great. I can't say enough good things about her. Um, she actually shot the performance video for it as well. And then I edited it. So this, this song in particular really was like a passion project of, of ours. Um, between the the two of us, we pretty much did, did all of it for this song. Um, she got a few of her musician buddies that, that came in and played guitar and bass and drums on it. But other than that, she she produced it, we filmed everything together, edited it, so um, she's uh, fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, so you edited the performance video, which that's gonna serve as like the official music video or do you have dreams and aspirations of doing?
1: Yeah, so I, I think our plans kind of had to change. Um, yeah. <laughs> just as, because-
0: as a global pandemic will do.
1: Yeah. Um, and she, and, and her husband happened to have a a warehouse space and she was like, you know what? We can't really like go out into the streets. You know, normally Nashville has this like big, like Christmas lights display and like ice skating thing that, that could have been really cool for a Christmas music video, but none of that was happening. And, um, so we just kind of went super simplistic with it and, and decided to kind of do a performance video more than like a, a traditional music video.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it performance videos are straight to the point and they're like, I'm not gonna say they're easy to produce because some, sometimes they're easy, sometimes they're not. It's just really yeah. depends on the scenario, but I watched it, it was really amazing and- Thanks. Uh, like when you brought up that you had edited it i was like oh okay let's let's talk about that for a second um do you usually edit your own videos or was this like a first first attempt for you
1: this was a quarantine hobby (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) we all had some of them where we just had so much time on our hands um mine happened to be video editing so um I have a a really good friend who's also in the music business, um, who earlier in her career edited and, and shot videos, um, just to kind of make money. And that was her, her kind of day job before she went full-time music. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to her where we had like gotten, gotten coffee one day and, um, was just talking to her. And I was like, I, you know, I really want to put out like some lyric videos or, you know, perform something to go along with these songs that I'm, that I'm putting out just to get something out there. And she was like here. And she like gave me the information on like video editing software. She like gave me a list of like tools so I could like pretty much teach myself. And I did. And I just sat down for like hours a week. It was just like video editing things. And um, yeah, so this was the first one that I like put out that was like a it was like a performance video or, or anything in that kind of aspect that, that I had edited. But yeah, this was just kind of a, a quarantine hobby that I picked up. <laughs> hey,
0: it, it worked really well. It was like, I would have thought you've been editing for some time at least, you know, well, it, it didn't look like your first video. <laughs> so. um, you know, it, it's yeah, like, I mean, I could sit, we could sit here and talk about editing all day long. Cause that's, <laughs> what I do that that's like my nine to five thing that's how I make my living pay my bills so we could sit here and talk about that all day but um so Christmas with you is out now the single performance video but that's you've been busy all year long you've been releasing a lot of music in 2020 yeah yeah uh, one prior (laughs) I believe was uh thin ice right yeah nice uh, how how or how far into 2020 or was doing like this I well back it up Okay, uh how was Oh, was it always the plan to kind of do singles or coming into 2020 did you have aspirations of doing like an EP or an LP and then things kind of got flipped upside down
1: no not really it was kind of a so I had when we went into twenty twenty, I hadn't released anything like full production yet as a as an artist, and I had my initial um full production single Checker Flag that I released end of January this year, um, and we had like a full like single release party for it. Um, we already had the the video shot for it. Um, and right, you know, not four weeks after that everything kind of hit and we just I just kind of decided I had two other songs that were already recorded Mm -hmm. and I just decided to go ahead and release them as singles and then after those first three I you know I kind of thought about an EP or an album and I just really didn't feel like I was at the at the point that I had like a collective group of songs that like fit together that were really like cohesive that I felt like could make up an ep or an album but i had a lot of really great songs that i wanted to put out there absolutely so i just kind of kept going with the singles thing and here we are so
0: (laughs) yeah and i mean come to find out like during like during this entire year the singles seem to kind of work because like the the traditional release strategy is you do maybe two or three singles and you release an album and then you yeah. tour off that album or you sh- yeah. shows off that album well this year you took one third of that oh stop siri what are you doing <laughs> sorry um <laughs> siri's just like hey i want to chalk no but anyways so like because of 2020 you know it's you can't go out and do shows so mm-hmm. like it just seems natural that singles would work because it's like okay you can release it promote it release it promote it you know so yeah, I, I think we're seeing a completely different side of the music business. So
1: yeah, that's yeah, really interesting. Like, yeah, this year has has almost become just a singles year, um, yeah. and not not a lot of of you know artists at, at my stage game, like independent artists, are really releasing albums um, just because mm-hmm. it's it's a lot easier to to promote singles and and keep that kind of material mm-hmm. in front of people to kind of grow a a fan base and a following hopefully um than it is to like out a body of work and then not have like anything else to kind of put out it's a little hard to work off an album right
0: yeah absolutely because like i mean at least when you're out doing shows you can extend the legs of a full-length album but you take those shows away you release the album two months later hey where have you been you know yeah. kind of kind of deal
1: exactly so exactly.
0: It, it's it, it's been an interesting year in that regards um absolutely so what's kind of your plan moving forward are you going to continue doing singles or do you still do you have like an aspiration of doing
1: i think at some point yeah an ep or an album would be fantastic um mm-hmm. Right now, I'm kind of. We're. I feel like we're all kind of in a in a waiting game right now. We're all kind of playing it by ear and rolling with the punches, um, because we don't really know how this yeah. is going to turn out and when this yeah. is going to be over. <laughs> um,
0: yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. I, I. Yeah. I I completely get it. Um. So since we're kind of on the topic of the pandemic, what have you been doing to um, kind of challenge yourself creatively? I mean, obviously the video editing was a, was a big project for you, but.
1: It was. Um, musically wise though, I've, I feel like this year kind of gave me a second to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent my first two years in Nashville, like I said, just writing with as many people as I could, just like trying to learn as much as I could. That This year kind of gave me a second to like, I had music that I wanted to put out and it gave me a minute to be like, okay, let's learn the marketing side. Let's learn the business side. Let's figure out like who I'm going to be as an artist and what I want to, you know, look like as an artist and sound like as an artist and and all that kind of stuff that you kind of have to figure out from the music side. um, That's not necessarily, you know, writing songs and you know coming up with melodies and and guitar licks and things like that they're a little bit more kind of on the creative side this year yeah it kind of gave me a second to breathe and like figure out the the business side of of music so it was much it was much needed it was a nice um kind of change of pace I definitely feel like I'm a little bit more I don't want to say well-rounded as an artist, but that's like kind of the best term that I can make
0: of. You have a better appreciation for the other side and a, like a working, like I guess a working knowledge is a, the best way to put it because yeah. what, like when you go in now, you're, it's not like, like when I go and do like pitches for video concepts, it feels like I'm just talking gibberish to the people because i'm like oh yeah we could do this and this and this and it's like yeah we have no idea what you're talking about but <laughs> like i you're like you're like well-rounded was a good way to word it like that was actually yeah. a perfect way to word it because now it's like you go in and you go into like a promotional meeting on okay you got a new single that's coming out in february just guessing not saying you actually do for clarification have had that backfire on me once but so you're getting ready to release a new single let's say um and they bring you into a meeting to talk about promotional ideas and now because you kind of took the time to understand it yeah so yeah you, you can pitch ideas you can kind of keep up with the flow of conversation yeah so i definitely respect and appreciate it when yeah go ahead
1: absolutely and in the meantime um being an independent artist where you don't always necessarily have um you know somebody that's going to like completely like promote the song or you know take over the reins in, in kind of every aspect of of promoting a song a marketing song and everything um it kind of at least when you don't have those resources have a little bit of the knowledge to kind of do it yeah. do it um for you know the time that you have to yeah. so it has it has been definitely a learning curve this year yeah. but in a different way than normal i
0: feel like I, and i think you'll be better off in the long run for it like just because I think I mean like you look at a lot of the mainstream artists and they're all starting to go independent like whatever that means to like a band like Metallica or what you know like just like some of these bigger name bands whatever independent means to them but you know just like down the road it seems like a lot of people are veering away from signing record deals and just doing like self-distribution and whatnot so it'll be be interesting moving forward to say the least you know Um, so since it is the night before Christmas Eve, (laughs) as a, what is your favorite musical memory during Christmas? Or it could be just your favorite memory from Christmas. It doesn't necessarily have to be music. Um,
1: Christmas. So we actually... I'll go ahead with the music, um, okay. the music Christmas memory. We, there was a group of us um, two years ago. So Christmas of, of 2018. Um, group of, of friends from Nashville. We actually all went up to Missouri and did a benefit concert. And it was, we really didn't know what we were getting into when we went up there, <laughs> but it, so fantastic it was in this like auditorium kind of area um there was I mean we were all like friends we all knew each other so we were just like all up on the stage there was like a little riders round section where we played like Nashville style riders rounds um that you know we were just all like harmonizing and like playing on each other's songs and then you know we had like kind of individual sets after that but it was just like being being on stage I've with with people that you know and like you care about and that are your friends are always kind of my favorite that's why I love like full band and live shows so much so getting to do that and you know we're all like dressed up in our Christmas garb and there's like poinsettias everywhere so I think that's probably like one of my favorite favorite Christmas memories at least in the the recent
0: past nice hey that's like just doing benefit like just being in that kind of environment where it's like you're yeah. in the season you're around like-minded people and like where you're playing just kind of took that extra step to make it that much yeah. more in the moment i, I dig it it's awesome oh <laughs> uh, so uh, so that that's your favorite musical memory um outside of music like what what's your thing what do you do outside of music
1: just like hobbies, like me?
0: Yeah, just like hobbies, you.
1: Um, just- I, I've always loved running. Um, uh-huh. I know, crazy. Um, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's something that I, I started running track and stuff in high school. And once I, I graduated, I just kind of kept up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and my aunt actually run a half marathon every spring. So yeah. I love running. Um, I like reading. I'm pretty, pretty simple.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I've am assuming during the quarantine you've been able to do a lot of reading. Do you draw, when you're reading, do you draw a lot of influences for your music or do you kind of?
1: So I feel like it depends. Like I, I don't so much like draw inspiration from like, um like character situations so much just because I feel like pretty much all the songs that I write at least at this stage in the game have something to do with with what's going on in my life or you know my co-writers lives are kind of like what we're going through at the time Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of like very neat almost concepts or like one-off lines that you can find in books that you're like oh my God, like this might not be how the author of the book intended it, but if you kind of like twist it this way, it could also apply to this. So there are some, some moments that I'm like, this could be really cool. And then kind of apply it to, like I said, either what's going on in my life or my co-writer's life or just the world in general. Um. Okay. So yeah, I think sometimes.
0: Okay. Perfect. You know <laughs> what I mean? It, it It's one of those things where it's just like, you don't want to like draw direct inspiration but just like apply the situation to your situation yeah. yeah that makes perfect sense <laughs> but, um I, I don't want to keep you too much longer i want to respect your time uh with your family you know i don't want to take away from that because i know how pressure it is precious <laughs> it is especially when you live uh far away from them uh so kind of moving forward do you have any shows that are like I know things are kind of opening up but not really do you have any shows that are like on the docket for you in the coming year not, or nothing
1: not as of right now shows wise um, Nashville's actually kind of going through a spike right now so wow. they're actually kind of leaning more towards locking things back down um, so I don't really have any any live shows at least on the books right now I um, I don't have a single coming out in February, but I do have a single coming out the last week of January. So,
0: um, I was gonna say January, but I was like, no, that that, I like, I don't know, but okay, cool. (laughs) Yes, Uh, so so,
1: I I do have that coming out January 22nd.
0: So that's
1: pretty much all that I have planned
0: right now. Have you you released any uh, other information for it, like a name or?
1: I haven't yet. Okay. Um, probably will once we get past the new year. Um, gotcha. to kind of get through the holiday season and then yep. get all that that fun stuff going.
0: Completely understood. Completely <laughs> understood. So you got a new single dropping at the end of January that's that's going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear it. You know, it's it's always fun like especially start the new year with a new single. You know it yeah. it's gonna be amazing i can't can't wait to hear it you know I've listened to the rest of your music and I absolutely enjoy it so I'm really excited Great. to see what you got coming up thank um, you yeah uh but had during the pandemic since there hasn't been any shows have you been uh experimenting with the virtual shows or have you been doing those
1: yeah good bit <laughs> um
0: uh, how do you like them
1: it was a again learning oh. curve yeah <laughs> at first especially if it's like on my Instagram, and if I'm not having anyone else on, like, it's just, like, hopping on Instagram live, at the beginning, I was like, this is so weird, there's no one here, I'm singing to myself, Um, just kind of, I was extremely awkward at the beginning, for sure, I feel like I've kind of gotten a little bit more comfortable with it now, so, yeah, I've been on some of my friends' live streams, I've had a few, um, so, yeah, just trying to play as much as I can without playing in, in person and risking getting sick or other people sick.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So would, would you say, is it fair to say that the awkward moment during the live stream is A, trying to get into your groove, but most importantly, transitioning out of that first song? Is, it, is that where you find the awkwardness? Cause that that's where I notice A lot of the awkwardness, especially with people that didn't do a lot of live streaming before the pandemic, yeah, it was trying to come out of that first song, so it's like they'd kick it off fine, they'd jump into the first song, and then transitioning out, it's like, there should be an applause right here, but there's not
1: yes yeah. yeah and it's it's really odd because you're so used to <laughs> you're so used to there being at least like something going on like even yep. if you're in like a really busy bar that no one's paying attention to you there's yep. at least white noise at the end of your song and you can pretend yep. that people have been listening to you but when it's live yeah when it's live stream there's like nothing and normally right after the first song is when there's like the least amount of people on so there's nobody like commenting or anything yet. So you're just like, and then to the next one, I guess. <laughs> so I do agree that that can definitely be an awkward spot. Yep.
0: Definitely. If, if, you know, like it's one of those things where w- once people started doing the live streams more, they kind of found their flow, their rhythm. Mm-hmm. But those first couple of streams, everybody I ever watched, come out of that first song and it's like well what do i say now what now (laughs) it's like well you kind of revert back when you first started playing you're playing them empty coffee house shows where like nobody's there Mm -hmm. but at least those shows you had the one random barista behind the bar that would at least clap (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's just like and then i saw somebody do something kind of cool because they were living with a bunch of roommates and they had their roommates sitting just off camera and they would just kind of applaud which was
1: I actually that's funny that you brought that up so once everything kind of shut down I I stayed I went home to my parents house for several months and um because I just didn't see the point in sitting in an apartment like by myself and so after like the first or second live stream, I would make my mom come and like I have the phone set up and like make her sit in a chair behind it. So I had like a human being sitting there. So that's funny that you said that because I actually did the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> hey, it works, right? It, it, gives you, it gives you that comfort, that energy. Cause like when you brought up like being at a bar, but nobody's paying attention, there's still that energy of somebody mm-hmm. being present. And you can yeah. just kind of feed off of that, and yeah. there's that opportunity to be like, okay, well, I'm going to get somebody's attention. Whereas you're getting everybody's attention online, but it's just not. You have to like get out of your get out of your shell yeah. or get out of your mojo or whatever to go interact with them. So yeah, I, I completely get it.
1: Yep.
0: Um, so new singles out now. Music videos up on YouTube. Songs streaming on Spotify. And all, I'm assuming all the major streaming platforms. Uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you online and uh, uh, follow your career, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So on Instagram, I am Gabrielle Metz Music. Everywhere else, it's Gab Metz Music, G A B M E T Z Music. And yeah, I'm pretty much on everything Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, TikTok, which is new, YouTube.
0: <laughs> so. How are you liking TikTok?
1: Um, I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah, I am not, I'm not natural at social media. It's not okay. my, not my thing. Um, So I'm learning. I'm right. learning. It's definitely fun. Um, So, yeah.
0: I was, well, I started, I found this one musician just off of TikTok. And ever since I saw her, like how she approached it and like the success it brought the song that she was promoting, I was like, all right, I need to figure out how to use TikTok. I need to figure this platform out because it's incredible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's been, especially for like my generation, um, like Gen Z and the young millennials. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a game changer for quite a few of my friends have got gotten a, a decent following off of it so yeah, absolutely using the tools
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely absolutely but once again i want to thank you so much for of the podcast i really appreciate it it's been an bl- absolute blast sitting here and chatting with you uh mm-hmm. thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later